everybody, it's Julie with Hefzibah Talks A Lot, and this segment is going to be very short. I don't know, I say that a lot, I don't know if it's going to just be posted, because like I said in my last podcast, I'm, I'm kind of thinking I should just post segments instead of trying to build a podcast, so I might just do that. I have a lot going on in my brain right now, um, so th- today is uh, March, March, ha, see? This is what happens when you're dealing with coronavirus for months. Today is May 8th, not March 8th, May 8th. It feels like it could be March because I feel like I'm living the same days over and over again. And any of you that are in another country that has, uh, or even in China with me, (laughs) that has been dealing with coronavirus, quarantine, social distancing, businesses shut down, schools closed, and all the stuff that we've been having to face, you'll understand what I mean when I say that days are just blurring, and this could honestly be March. This is the way March felt. Although we're working a little more steadily now than we were in March. March, they were kind of like, oh, this is going to go a little longer than we thought. Maybe we should actually, you know, work from home a little more. But I digress. So just an update on me, which is probably not really that important, but I kind of feel like if I give a little bit of an update, then when I listen to this seven years down the road, I'll be like, oh yeah, I kind of remember that, even if I don't. So my piano playing is going okay. What I've essentially done is most days, due to the fact that I'm still working on my master's degree, um, I only have a week left for the semester, and then I get my summer break. I'm so excited. But... um, doing schoolwork, doing uh, employment work, and just all around being lazy, because let's admit it, I I have times when I'm just lazy. Um, I try to at least play, is it, it's four songs that I know, uh, just the the right hand notes on, and and I'll, I'll, as long as I sit down and do those, I consider that I've I've done piano for that day. I try to get 30 minutes in a week with the actual app. Um, I'm using Simply Piano, if any of you are interested in that. It is wonderful. I actually am paying for the subscription. Um, so maybe I'll make an app for them, uh, not to get paid by them, but just to let people know. I like to advertise like writing.com. I created my own ad for that. I throw it on at the end of my podcast. So maybe I'll make one for Simply Piano because I really feel like Simply Piano is um, a very good uh, program to use. So, and I, I highly recommend upgrading. So that's going very well. I've been using Duolingo every day as well. Um, mainly I've been using Duolingo to not lose my streak. I'm at 178 days. I'm very proud of myself. Um, and most times I'm essentially just reviewing, um, the Spanish I've already learned. Uh, but I try at least once a week to do a few new lessons Um, I really want to dedicate myself more with Duolingo. Um, so if you're looking to learn a language, Duolingo is really great. You can use it for free. You never have to upgrade. I prefer to upgrade because then I don't have to worry about losing my lives and having to wait for them to replenish. I'm able to do a a progress test. Um, I just feel like, I feel like the premium's worth it, but you can use Duolingo completely free and actually get a lot out of it. Um, so I highly recommend that. And I just started one called Drop In, I believe it's called. Um, let me look real quick. I can tell you because I saved it. Drops. It's called Drops. Um, and I immediately purchased the year membership because they had it for $40, which I don't feel like is too much. And I, because I felt like I dabbled a bit in uh, Mandarin and I, I felt like I was actually learning a bit more 
uh, than I did in Duolingo. I felt like for me, Mandarin and Duolingo was really difficult to um, work through, if that makes sense. I felt more frustrated, which is weird because learning Spanish in Duolingo, I really enjoy. But the if you if you're looking for one, um, Drops is really good. The the negative about Drops is it uh, it only gives you five minutes free a day. Um, so if you want, that's why I upgraded right away because I I was messing around in the English the British English um, side of it because I thought oh that's cool I want to improve my English skills, but it'd be cool to kind of learn British English. Um, Cause I mean there's minor differences, but it'd just be great to know it. Um, so. I was, I was working through that, and then I'm like, oh, I should try Mandarin, but I'd reached my five minutes, so I just automatically upgraded. I figured if I paid for a year instead of doing $10 a month, which is $120 for a year, um, just forking out $40 and then sending myself a note to cancel if I'm not using it next year, shortly before it's going to renew, no harm done. It was a really good discount for Mother's Day. So if I post this in time for Mother's Day and you listen to it, then you can download Drops on Android and... Uh, check it out because I feel like that one is fun um, I feel like Duolingo is gonna stick because when I I did Spanish on drops I was just breezing through it it taught me fork spoon and knife which I hadn't learned in Duolingo yet but I was able to recognize like the, the food and and Yokomo and it taught me I cook I don't remember the words yet because I've only done one lesson but when you when you paid for it you can do uh, 15 minute segments and I feel like you get a lot more out of obviously 15 minutes than you do out of five so today I essentially did 35 minutes of language plus my about minute and a half review on Duolingo to keep my streak alive so that's that update those are two of the biggest things that I've really been focusing on. The third thing is I have actually been very faithful on my Bible reading, which is a big deal because I wasn't faithful at all last year. And so I read Isaiah starting at the beginning of this year, and I started reading Jeremiah, and I cannot believe how much suffering Jeremiah actually went through. I had no idea. And one of the parts that was really amazing to me was when Jeremiah like threw a fit like we all do with God, you know, and he's like, God, you're not even watching out for me after he just literally said that God watches out for him. I, I think Jeremiah has got to be one of the most relatable prophets in the Bible. And so I'm just kind of reading through Jeremiah quickly. Once again, it started because I was lazy. I have a study Bible and as I was reading through, I like to read the little notes on the bottom with my daily chapter reading. And uh, I was like, I'm not going to do that for Jeremiah. And now I regret that because I'm really finding that Jeremiah's um, has a lot that he's just, I think he's not given the credit he deserves. We like to quote him with the whole, I know the plans I have for you, plans to prosper you. We like to quote Jeremiah 29 11. That's like our big thing. And I hope that was the right reference. I feel like it was. I could be wrong. And then we also like to, to um, quote the part where it's like, do not. Do not let them despise you because you're young. We like to quote that part. Um, but we don't realize like how much Jeremiah actually went through. Um, I know with a lot of the prophets, we see that God calls them to do certain things like putting on, on burlap. We look with Hosea. Uh, he had to marry a woman that was going to be unfaithful. Is that right, Hosea? I think so. Um, <laughs> my life. But with Jeremiah, I think we just kind of like, yeah, Jeremiah's cool. And we just kind of go on with it. But it's kind of also good that I'm not reading the notes because now I can go back, which I plan to do. So instead of me moving on to the next 
book in the Bible, I'm just going to start Jeremiah over. And with my daily reading, I'm going to now step into the deeper level of it where I'm not just reading it to get the reading in for the day. I'm not saying that I'm not um, engaged. I'm just saying like, oh, I need to read the Bible because I'm reading the Bible every day. Um, So now with Jeremiah, when I go back through it, I'm going to do so with intention and actually pull out of this what God wants me to do in the form of a class. Um, Classes. You can't teach Jeremiah in a class. Um, And that is going to go on my Leap website, which, by the way, has just launched and is nothing big yet. Leap is a youth and young adult-oriented Bible study online. And I actually call it Bible engagement because my point is not just for them to study the Bible, but to actually engage with it. And the word Leap, it stands for learn, endure, um, apply, and praise, I believe. I, I should probably have looked that up. But anyway, once it's fully launched, I will tell people on my podcast all about it. Uh, right now it's on Facebook. I am the only follower because I have not actually fully launched yet. Um, the goal is to have one Bible engagement study a week. Um, is it apply? Apply sounds weird to me. It must be. I don't know. Um, but I'm really looking forward to finishing up my semester because then I can dedicate more time to art and Bible study and actually not have to uh, write papers and read books and take notes and all the stuff I've had to do (laughs) for these classes. Um, I don't know what my fall semester is going to look like. I applied for uh, my student loans again, but I've been living in China last year and I don't quite know how all that works. I would think I'm still able to get it because it's not a grant, it's an actual loan. The college is in America, so I think I'm going to be okay, but that's all up in the air along with where I will be next year. Uh, I still don't know if I will be staying here in China for another year. If I do stay in China, if I'll still be working with Disney, or if I'll work somewhere else, or if God will send me somewhere else. I have absolutely no idea. I'm expecting around October to hear that kind of information. You may have heard a dog barking. That is Doggo, or Kongbao, the foster dog that I took into my apartment at the very end of of January uh, for Chinese New Year. And I was fostering this doggo to uh, just give him a place to live until he was shipped home to America with his family that has already adopted him. They were supposed to take custody of him around March 15th and coronavirus. So here he is. We're May 8th and he is still here. The, The only negative about it is the fact that he is definitely bonded with me now and, um... It's going to be very uh, traumatic for this this doggo to uh, be yanked out of this house and sent somewhere else. Uh, It takes about three months for a dog to adjust to the place where he lives. So originally, everything would have been okay because he would have lived with me for about a month, uh, maybe a little over a month, and I would have been at work most of that time. Um, So he would not have had a lot of time with me but coronavirus and therefore he has had nothing but time with me and has been here let's see february march april may so three three and a half months about so uh yeah so he's still here the cats are doing well hope has had her surgery uh and is no longer uh able to have kittens (laughs) she is she's been fixed zorro uh has had shots and tests and nails clipped but he's psychotic and it's really hard to get him to the vet and to get him to be calm at the vet. 
So, um, but they're both doing very well. My two turtles are still alive and thriving. Um, I found out I can actually take them back to America with me. So should they still be alive and should it be feasible for me to do so, they will also be joining me on my trip back to America. So that is the update on me. Now, what is the point of this podcast besides the update? Well, let's get into that. I was watching random stuff on Facebook because it's what I do. And apparently there was an X Factor judge in, uh... New Zealand X Factor and her and her husband were both on the show and I'm not going to name names because I really don't remember them that's probably about the best way I could put it Um, but essentially what happened was she basically ended her and her husband's career I should say they ended their own career on X Factor I don't don't know anything about their music and I really don't care Um, because she got uh in her bonnet about one of the contestants and just kind of went off on him so if, as I'm talking about this you're probably like oh yeah I know who you're talking about um I don't I don't follow celebrities uh like they were talking about um one of the Kardashians and how she had like they're talking about like the biggest lies celebrities have told and they were talking about how she lied about her lips because apparently she had gotten a lip her lips done when she was younger and but she told people no 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 I just do this with makeup and, uh, and it's, like, supposed to be, like, this big hairy deal that she didn't admit that she got work done when she was, like, younger than 17. And I'm sitting there going, like, who cares? That's when I stopped watching because I'm like, who cares? I don't consider that a lie that really needs to be mentioned. I mean, I feel like if she's – you can make your lips look larger just by applying your makeup correctly. And so even if that wasn't how she was doing it, to tell people you can do this with lipstick is 100% true. And – um. They can look up tutorials and do it with lipstick themselves. And so, as she was saying, she didn't want people to think they needed to change their lips or have some kind of cosmetic surgery to feel better about themselves. I completely agree. I feel like that was just not something that needs to be brought up. Like, that's there are trivial things that happen in this world that people just constantly harp on. And you're like, dude, just let it go. This is like this... I feel like that in the church as well. Like, when people are like, oh, man, Christmas is not in December. Who cares, dude? Who cares? Jesus looks at the heart, and if we celebrate Christmas in December with the heart of of rejoicing in the fact that Jesus Christ was born, then why does it matter? But the churches just would rather focus on innate little random things like that while they let sexual fornication run rampant in their churches, while they let immorality just writhe under under the covers of their church. But they're going to confront you because you have a television. It's things like that that I'm like, why are we even bothering with this? And I think part of my problem is, or... This problem uh, is that I haven't been to church because I'm in China and you know finding a church to attend regularly when you work on Sundays in China it's a little hard um, and plus I have a pride issue but we won't go into that here um, so in addition to all of that uh, I was watching this the, about those X Factor judges and so she just goes off on this guy and tells him like you're trying to be like my husband and it's disgusting and I am sickened and I am so ashamed to be here right now and blah 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 she's like verbally vomits on this contestant and like people are getting really irritated they're like what the hell's your problem and then the guy husband is like meh 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 and he whines too and then she goes off again and then essentially they were both fired 24 hours later so I was, I was sitting there and I was thinking about it. And I was like, now here's the thing. Many years ago, I had a friend and she had an amazing voice, has. She's not my friend anymore. She has an amazing voice. Um, and she was working on a Bette Midler song. 
and we were at someone's house, I don't remember what, and, uh, and she's sitting there, and she's trying to sound like Bette Midler, do you, do you even know what I mean, like, when someone really admires a person, they say that imitation is the highest form of flattery, but is it, you know, um, so, they were, they were, she was sitting there, and she was getting so frustrated, and she kept doing the song over and over, and I'm sitting there like, dude, you sound like crap, because she literally did, because she wasn't singing like herself, she was trying to sound like Bette Midler, but she's not Bette Midler, and that's like the whole thing, right, so at one point, I'm sitting there, and I look at her, I go, look, you know, exactly what I just said, you're trying to sound like Bette Midler, you're not Bette Midler, you need to sing this song like you, because as long as you keep trying to sound like someone else, you're never going to be satisfied because you are not that person. You're not going to sound like that person. It's just not going to happen. And she ends up bursting into tears and going into the bathroom. And I look at the, the woman who was my friend's friend and could give a rat's ass about me. Because that's two cuss words I've said in this podcast. Um, she looks at me. I look at her and I go, it's true though, right? And the woman's just looking at me and I'm like, you know, you do a disservice to people when you, when you placate them. Do you see what I'm saying? Maybe I've been raised in the school of hard knocks. I am not placated guys. Like people don't placate me. It's very, very rare that I receive a compliment and it's very, very rare that I'm encouraged. Somebody always finds something wrong with either me or what I'm doing, no matter what. Someone is always going to point out something negative. I have been surrounded by negativity and it is extremely rare, extremely rare that I receive genuine compliments. In fact, just the other day I shared a picture and I was like, oh, I love this picture. And I had shared one a few days ago and I didn't get like a lot of responses. I was like, okay, whatever. Well, I fished for a compliment with that one. Still didn't get them. And I shared this other one just kind of like, this is cool. I'm glad I took this picture and I got a genuine compliment from it. And it felt really good. And it made me start thinking about, like, you know, how much genuine compliments matter. For instance, when I would watch American Idol, um, I realized how much Simon Cowell's compliments and positive statements actually meant something because he's so negative and mean. So when he's, when he's willing to give you a positive compliment, you're like, oh my gosh, I actually earned that. And it actually means it because he's mean all the time. I'm not telling you to be mean all the time. I'm just saying in my life, I'm basically like living with Simon Cowell. All I hear is negative, negative, negative. And every once in a while, I'll get a a positive compliment and it makes me feel good. Consider if you will, that I was working, uh, for this company starting in December of 2018. And I actually went live where I was actually able to teach at the very beginning of February, 2019. And I was completely out of my element, nervous, freaking out. Like, what was I doing? How did I, I end up here? I'm, I'm 39 years old and I'm, I'm halfway around the world and I'm trying to teach kids English in a country that I can't speak their language. And the, the company has a structure you have to follow and it seems impossible unless your kids are really gelling and then it's it flows like molasses in summer very smoothly. Um, but it, it's so frustrating and I was doing the best I could. So because they realized I wasn't that strong of a teacher yet, they were giving me kind of like off things. I was doing demos, which was really helping me learn how to teach really well and I would do events and I would help people and I was always about helping people so from 
from uh, you know February because January you're still kind of getting your feet so from February till you know I got I started getting my own classes I was I was very gung-ho and helpful and then July came now July was an issue last year for a myriad of reasons but just to give you a very brief idea we had a roommate that was just a jerk and he was inconsiderate he was just he was he would take an hour long shower every day an hour long shower people I I still cannot in my mind fathom when we found out he was taking hour long showers and he would do it at like two in the morning when everybody was asleep when we found out he was taking hour long showers we're like what the crap so I started like timing my shower like the longest shower I would take would be 15 minutes and that was pushing it that was like if I was like really cold and I was trying to stand under the hot water for a long time um but most of my showers are like seven to 12 minutes and and that's still kind of long but there's a lot to wash I am not a small person <laughs> okay and I have a lot of hair on my head you know I've, I've got a very thick head of hair but anyway so you know we found out about the hour so we sit down and we start talking to him and he just goes off so first of all this this kid wouldn't wash his hands after he'd go to the bathroom and then when we co- when we confronted him about it, he was very dramatic about showing us that he'd washed his hands after he'd come out of the bathroom. Which, in my opinion, he was just wetting his hands. He still wasn't washing them. Second of all, this then he would take these hour-long showers. And so when we talked to him about that, he's like, I hate people questioning my hygiene habits. It's like, dude, well, you know, get some good hygiene habits and then maybe people won't. And then the third thing is that he would make com- he made comments like, wow, it's really hard to warm up your room when your window's open. And we're like, dude you're just supposed to leave the window open when your heater's not on to keep like the mold from building up because of the humidity but when your heater's on you turn on you close the window dude because all it's doing is sucking the heat out so me needless to say the minute we got this this kid's butt kicked out of there our electric bill and our water bill dropped drastically and this kid refused to pay more for either of these items um so we're dealing with this horrible roommate that insists that like he wants his boyfriend to live on our live in our apartment for a month and we're like heck no um there are rules in china by the way about like how many people can be in an apartment and you plus you have to register with the police and all that stuff so then he chooses to like throw his weight around and confront us about it i've talked about this in other podcasts you can go back and listen um and so we basically are like dude we need to get this guy out of here and so uh we break our lease and we we take care of that situation um which sucked for all of us but we're dealing with that stress as we're trying to like get rid of this this idiot in July uh, about a day into July I get a text that my grandmother is probably not going to live very many many more days and then sure enough on July 4th in America she passes away so I'm dealing with this grief and I have I have a roommate that I have a I have a really good relationship with as you've heard in the podcast before and at this point like when I get the bad news um, I can't go home because douchebag is there and I and I'm I don't want to go to like where we were gonna go originally and I mistake their momentary hesitation as actually caring about me and wanting to like decide if they should cancel and spend time with me but no that wasn't it they were just trying to decide the best way to go uh, silly me so um, I'm just like whatever so I'm sitting in Starbucks and I'm, I'm writing in my journal the most depressed entry I'll probably have ever written in there and I'm I'm crying in Starbucks in the public and it's very awkward but I can't go home and I get home and uh then she doesn't come home till like 11 or 12 at night and I'm like what the hell like you knew that's three cuss words that I was grieving my my grandmother uh I'm blending two events 
I, that my grandmother could possibly die, but you're just gonna stay out till like 11 or midnight, whatever, you know, and, and you're gonna act like you care. I, you, really, you know, your actions speak way louder than your words. You can write somebody and be like, I'm just checking in, I hope you're okay, as you're out having a good time knowing that they're home miserable. I mean, you just, your actions are telling way more than your words ever will. Um, but then later, yeah, when my grandmother actually died, same thing. Like, she just, she stayed out all night, kept going with her plans, and it didn't matter. I am one of those kind of people that that's basically my life. You're not going to care. You're just going to go on with your life. But you're going to, like, make sure you write me so that you're at least covered on the whole, like, I'm showing you that I care aspect of relationships in case it comes up later that you didn't care. Oh, yes, I did. I wrote you a text message. Yeah, that was real supportive. Um, guys, I'm the kind of person that, like... I may not want to do something, but if I know someone's going through something, I'm going to be like, crap, let me just make sure I'm there for them. You know what I'm saying? Um, that's just, that's just me. But anyway, moving on. So I'm dealing with that. And then after my grandmother dies, lo and behold, I suddenly get very sick and I am literally sick for two weeks, literally sick for two weeks. And I'm to the point where I'm actually losing weight because I cannot eat and anything I eat just comes right back out two weeks and then I have like viral fatigue all this crap going on but I still have to be at work because heaven forbid that you are off work because they don't care about you either so I had this whole month of chaos and that's what they remember not that I worked my butt off not that after I came out of that dark dark month of death plus working with a guy that the mere sight of him would churn my soul into a deep pit of irritation never mind that all of that was happening <laughs> that doesn't matter that's what they remember to the point that at one point when I was telling him yeah it's really hard to have friendships here he's like well they don't know how to relate to you because of your of July what the literal crap are you talking about I have already made my decision that anytime management brings July up again I'm gonna go I am gonna tell you this once do not ever mention July to me again ever because if you do I will go above your head and above the managers the count the center managers head to the actual HR department and I will tell them that you are constantly bringing up one event when my grandmother died and I was literally sick for two weeks so you can excuse treating me like dirt one more time you bring this up, I will file against you guys. I will file agreements because holy crap. And there's things like that. What is the point of this podcast? So the <laughs> X Factor, this is why you cannot put a quarter in me. Guys, this is like my verbal vomit podcast. That's probably what I'm going to call this. Verbal vomit. If you want to hear me verbally vomit for a half hour, listen to this podcast. The point is... <laughs> Imitation is supposed to be the most... I know what my point was. I just keep going off on little rabbit trails. You don't have to worry about me. I, I know where the main road is. Imitation is supposed to be the highest form of flattery. And yet, it isn't. While it is definitely a good thing to, to try to take on traits that you admire in a person, to try to be that person is wrong. Now, we even consider this as Christianity. We're supposed to be like Christ, but not to the point that we are like Christ robots. You know what I'm saying? We're not supposed to be like him exactly. We're supposed to take on the characteristics of him that are godly while keeping our personality intact. So the same thing goes. 
if someone goes on stage in a suit and performs a song that I don't know what song this dude performed that she thought she was trying to mimic her her husband whatever the crap madness went into her brain but whatever you know do your do what you got to do and and I do not consider a suit to be like you know copying a person and and the guy was sitting there wearing like a leather jacket the husband with like a black a black leather jacket with like a black t-shirt he looked nothing like the guy on stage. Now, granted, when they showed the music video, he's wearing a suit like that. But then, okay, celebrities, here's the thing. If you make a, a fashion statement famous, you can't get pissed off because someone else duplicates it, okay? You need to get off your, just get over yourself. If you want to be famous and someone starts to wear the clothes you wear, expect that. And don't call them out on it because what the literal crap do you think you are? Seriously. I have no respect for celebrities that do not respect their fans. I can understand, okay? I can understand a celebrity wanting peace. I'm not talking about when they're sitting at a restaurant and people just keep coming up to them like, dude, can I get your autograph? Dude, can I get a photo? You know, give them their space. Let celebrities eat their meal in peace. You don't have to interrupt their meal. You could try and, and hang around and grab them as they walk out and be like, hey, can I get your autograph? I didn't want to distur- disturb your meal, but I, I'm just so glad I was able to see you. Can I get your autograph? I have the paper and pen ready. It's taking two seconds. Yeah. Um, you know, have some, have some boundaries and some common sense and let them live their lives. At the same time, celebrities that anytime they get approached, anytime, it doesn't matter if they're just standing on the street and they get approached and they just go off. You do not deserve your fame. You do not deserve it. You need to walk away from it. That's all I'm saying. Because if you cannot handle being a celebrity, then don't be one. And if you don't like the fact that someone starts to mimic your style, then don't put yourself out there. Because that's kind of the point. We see someone's style, we like it, we mimic it. That's, I mean, that's why designers pay you a whole crap of a lot of money or let you wear their clothes for free at red carpet events so that people will mimic your style and be willing to pay Dolce Gabbana a whole crap load of money for crap that is just not that attractive, okay? I'm not a huge fan of high fashion, guys. You can take from that what you will. I am currently sitting in Grinch pajamas, so that should tell you that I just don't care. Um, so my point was, like, with a few exceptions, I find that most people are not copying a person to the extent that this woman and this man just went off on this person. The exception would be someone like Lady Gaga, who has like a distinct style that if you do it, you're legitimately copying because that's not something you pull off in the real world. But this suit that the guy was wearing, you could pull off in the real world. It's not like someone would look, I mean, they'd look like, wow, you're overdressed, but they wouldn't look like, oh, you're trying to copy blah, blah, blah. See, I don't even know his name. So why would I even, I would be like, dude, you're overdressed, but very nice. You look awesome. I wouldn't think he was trying to copy a dude. You know what I'm saying? No, me neither. So there you go. That's the podcast today. My point was essentially like you can't just look at someone because they're wearing the same shirt as you and then go off on a tangent that they look like you and they're trying to be you. Don't be, don't think everybody's single white femaleing you. You know what I'm saying? That's the point. And there you go. So this will definitely just be its own podcast and it's pointless. And so I will definitely make that very clear in the title and description that this is pointless. And uh, if you listen, awesome. If you don't, you didn't hear me say this, so you don't care. And in addition to that, if you have any thoughts, comments, or ideas, please send them to me because no one does. Because why? Because I'm not that important, people. I'm not that important. 
I have a very low self-compassion filter. I think very highly of myself. So my self-esteem is really high. My self-compassion is extremely low. I consider myself to be like absolutely worthless in this world. I'm not saying that so you can sit here and be like, oh, poor Julie, let me send her something. That's not what I'm saying. All I'm saying is I am very, very much aware of how little I matter. So anytime anyone listens to my podcast, I completely appreciate the two of you that do. And thank you so much. And as I said, drop me a line, htal.podcast at gmail.com and let me know something you want me to talk about. I could do another pointless verbal vomit thing on a topic you give me, or you could actually say, Julie, can you research this and actually give information that's valuable, valuable, viable and valuable. See, now you have a new word, valuable. Um, and let that just be what it is. And I managed to get through this with only three cuss words, I think. And they were all small ones. So I'm definitely getting better. But thank you for listening and God bless. Hello, everybody. It's Julie with Hefsabah Talks A Lot. I'm just going to take one second. Okay, maybe a little longer to talk to you about writing.com. Now, I'm not doing this for any money or anything. I'm just letting you know about a great supportive community that I think it would be great for you to join. Writing.com has been around for a long time. They actually started out as stories.com and I stumbled on them when I was a lot younger and joined and eventually they got too big for that domain and became writing.com in order to encompass more than just storytelling. This website is amazing. It is a community of writers and readers. So if you're not a writer, but you love to read, join writing.com. If you don't really read a lot because you're so busy, but you love to write, join writing.com. If you're a little bit of both, join writing.com. It's an amazing community. Now you can get a free account and then they have paid memberships. I currently just do the second tier, the upgraded membership. And it allows me to have more items in my portfolio. I love to pay to have a membership because I love to support writing.com. That's the main reason that I pay to keep my membership updated and current. But I just wanted to have an advertisement about writing.com. Once again, not for any monetary gain. It's not even an official one. Uh, They won't even know I'm doing it. But I just want to encourage people to go and join writing.com. It is truly a place that has helped me develop as a writer. It has helped me be encouraged. And I have met people there that have been my friends through the distance online and have supported me and offered me advice with my writing and has been, have been there with me or for me as I've made these transitions to China and other locations. So once again... Writing.com, W-R-I-T-I-N-G.com. Join today. with Hefzibah Talks A Lot, and I'm just going to briefly talk to you about Simply Piano. Now, you can play Simply Piano for free, but you won't go very far in your levels with that. If you 
dabble in Simply Piano and find you really like it, then I highly recommend you upgrade. You will not regret it. As you upgrade, you are able to go through more levels. I am currently on Essentials 2, and I am working my way through learning the left hand along with the right hand. So once you start moving through your levels, you're able to unlock sheet music. They have five minute practices you get to do during the day, and you also unlock songs. So the song I just played was one that I've learned the left hand and right hand for at a very simplistic level but I only like to play the right hand with that one. One of my favorite songs to do is George Michael, Careless Whisper, Simplified. And so to round out this lovely ad, just to show you what it's like to play one of the songs on Simply Piano, um, I'm gonna go ahead and play that for you. Just know that I am still learning. I love Simply Piano. You can download it on Android um, through Google Play. I'm pretty sure they exist in the iStore, uh, the Apple Store as well. And there you go. So if you liked what you heard, which you may or may not have, but please give Simply Piano a try and send me an email, htal.podcast at gmail.com and let me know what you think.